Hello, good evening. Welcome to Sister Talk with Sister. I'm just sitting here as usual in my little private space, doing a little redecorating, listening to my vinyl music. Tonight I ran across an album I had like I think 1982 or 83. Uh, it's old. It's Pieces of a Dream, the We Are One album. I like a little jazz sometimes. Uh, my disclaimer, I do not own any of the rights to any of the music that is being played at, on Sister Talk, particularly this one. Um, these are just my personal records, vinyl, that I'm listening to while I am on happen to be on my podcast. Tonight, I was thinking about what is the difference between an ultimatum and a choice? I mean, there are a lot of people that will give you ultimatums. An ultimatum is you telling someone without a threat what you're going to do, what's going to happen if it, ha- you know, if it, if it, um, if you do or don't do what was what's being negotiated. A choice is you're telling people you can, you can or you can't. That's you giving them a choice. Like for example, in a relationship, if a woman say. I'm giving you this choice. It's either her or me. He might not choose you, but he might choose her. That's a choice. But if she turned around and give him an ultimatum by saying, look, I don't like what's going on. And if you're going to still step out on me, I'm going to leave. Or I'm going to Find someone else. That's the ultimatum because you're letting them know this is what's going to happen when you mess up. A choice is you giving that person this or that, and they might take that instead of this. So be careful, ladies and gents out there, when you're throwing around these choices that should be ultimatums. I have a story, and this is a true story. I had a friend of mine some years ago. This is like about 40, 30, about 30 something, about 35 years ago. And um, she was with this guy. Oh, and the guy for years, he dogged her out. They used to fight, and I mean, get out in the street fight like men, you know, two men fighting. And um, he used to cheat on her. And if she wasn't cheating, he thought she was cheating. He used to jump on her. Okay? He thought that she was going to take take all his bull 
and continued to do it. She did it for like about five years. And so when she finally just woke up, she changed. She started stepping out a little bit. Every time he wasn't coming around to see her, because see, back in them days, you know, you, you too many didn't live together like that. Not if they, you know, trying to do something, they come from, a, you know, real respected family or any family that had a mom and a dad and that, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't really doing that, shacking. So when he didn't come to see her or didn't ask, call her, you know, this house phone times now, didn't call her, um, if she go out with her friends, he try to, you know, disrupt her, her phone, you know, made her miserable. She started going out of town with this other guy. And I was, me and her was real close. And I didn't even know about this. She did, you know, she did, she did this in silence. And um, he was, you know, just making passes at every female that ran across him. Like, he you know, he just wasn't used to no, no, no cat, no woman, no period. And um, this was a pretty girl. I mean, very, oh, she was so pretty. She was like a little cute little doll. And um, slim, shapely, long, pretty hair. He dogged her out. And he was not that good looking. I tell you that he definitely was not. But he dogged her out. Beat her up. Well, this particular time, this guy she was, you know, seeing, they got a little hot and heavy. They got serious. Now, she wasn't no longer waiting on his calls. She was ignoring his calls. Telling her folks, her brothers and sisters, tell him I, I'm asleep. Tell him I'm busy. And when he come over, she used to use me as a cover, and I didn't even know what she, you know, because we went to church. We was church friends, but we still good friends. We talked on the phone every day, you know. And she would have her grandmama talk to my grandmama to have her come to my house, you know. And my house, he wasn't coming to my house to see no nobody. My grandmama ain't played that mess. So, but she would slip, and she'd be going with, with the other guy, you know. We would get the house that we were going to the movies, you know, and things like that. Well, one day he wanted to act, you know, he felt like he needed to propose to her. You know, and she accepted the proposal. That was the freaked out stuff. She accepted the proposal. As soon as he was getting ready, you know, they was getting married like in three days. You know, we had a big affair. Oh, he was going to get his mom. She, you know, had invited her mom from Detroit. His mom stayed in New York. But the twist was, when he came back from bringing his mom from New York, she had already dipped. She was a runaway bride. She left with the other guy. They moved to Detroit. And they got married. The moral of the story is, when you got something good, don't mistreat it. 
stop taking advantage of it. We tend to get too stuck and too comfortable. And we get a little bored. See, you can once everything's so cozy and nice and rock the boat, you know, don't rock the boat. And then even if you fighting all the time and have a lot of excitement, people get tired. People get tired of all the niceties. People get tired of all the bullshit all the time. You have to switch them up. So for women and men, don't let your good significant other Wait too long till you get yourself together while you running out here having fun. You might yours might be quiet, like to read, like to meditate, like to chill at home. But the other one outside, like the like a jackrabbit, like to shoot off, like to run, like to talk, like to cuss, got to drink, got to get turned all the way up, you know, do that hitting in there. But see, you want that little quick space, but you don't know. That person's probably like that all the time. So when you calling them trying to be nice, hey, how you doing? What you been doing? I've been thinking about you, beautiful. Or hey, King, how you doing? You know you know what? They don't want to hear that bullshit because they ratchet in the street and they probably ratchet for real 24-7. See, all you had to do was take your steady at home person and just talk to them and tell them, say, hey, baby. Still, let's sit around. Let's go out for a while. Let's go for a ride. Let's do this and that. You never know. They might well like to do that with you. Because if they're content letting their guard down, guess what? They really are into you. They don't fear for every trick you done told them. And they're trying. Because they really dig you. See, we're human. Everybody gets bored. A baby gets bored of applesauce every day. It's our nature to want to explore. But there should come a time in your life when you're going through that phase when you want to start cuffing a person and you want to protect them and want them to know, everybody to know that they belong to you or they are a part of you. And you want to call yourself getting that committed a relationship? Don't. Don't do it if you're not really 100% in. I don't mean 99.9, 98.8. I mean 100 absolute percent. Because if you have that little one-tenth of a percent that wants to kind of falter out there, you're going to do it. And this is what kids me when you're in a committed relationship. The man or the woman have the nerve to tell you. They um, they just want to get out. They need a break. If you need a break, why would you mess with that person's emotions in the first place? Why would you do that? Why would you have this person thinking that you're making a, a a home, not a house? But all the while, you just want to stay there until all the, the, the good new smell wear off. Then you want to go back out there in Ratchet City. And then when she leave you and you back to Ratchet City, guess what? 
you're not happy. Because the same thing you were doing to her, which was easier because she was timid. You ain't going to do to ratchet. You ain't going to do that. Because, see, this the type of bitch that will actually go to your mama house if your car out there and bust all your wonders, flatten your ties, ready to cut your ass, shoot a bitch. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about ratchet. The same fine ratchet that like to bounce her ass and do and do splits all on the floor and bounce on her pussy up and down on a nasty rug. That right there, what you want so fine. Probably could suck the principles and morals out of a dick. Probably a freak like hair eat pussy better than you. She probably cute, look good, and stay fly. <laughs> but you know that's not your lead. You never was around those type of people she was with, but you just seen that and you thought that was so exciting. You want to tame that horse. You want, to, you want a piece of that. Yeah, until that bitch start fucking with you and every, every bitch that you fuck with. Everyone. Until the other women know what they say. A real woman get to, uh-uh, baby, I ain't got time for this. You go on. You see, you done messed up. Now you do find another good one out there. They don't, she don't want you because of Miss Ratchet. Oh, and ladies, this for you too. You go out there and you got a good dude at home. He's intelligent. He's smart. He's hardworking. He want to come home, barbecue, chill with you. You, you know, go maybe go out to the casinos, go out to a little jazz bar, something with you. He want to, you know, cuff you, want to show. You know, he protect his woman. He down with his girl. But he ain't all, he might drink quietly. He ain't one of them lie, but you see them dudes out there with that music bumping pants hanging off where they where, where they showing their drawers and shit. And uh they might be young, young, see. And then you seeing that and you looking like damn, he look good, he fly, and he got his music just bumping everywhere he go. And then when he jump out, he jump out, he cussing like hell, he throwing them up, he got his guns showing, he's getting high, he getting turned up, he on beans, he on everything. And you like. Damn, because he look like one of them rappers y'all idolize. So y'all like, ooh, ooh, you feel like you in, you in the VIP now. You don't want that old boring ass motherfucker there. You want to go with this one until you get him and he put a baby in. But then you got to compete with seven more baby mamas. Mm-hmm. You got to, every time you go out with a guy, he want to jump on you, drag you out the club, come over to your house and talk about he going to kick a dough in. You got now, you got to be like you in the secret, secret witness protection plan. You got to go out and try to find you a little plot, apartment, hope that this dude can fight or can, you know, can get out to protect you and him. And now you got to do, babe, now his family want to get involved. See, that's what you done gave up the quiet. Good dude that, you know, he chilling for excitement, Mr. Excitement. Look, it's all right to look. It's all right to sample. But make that be straight from the jump. Don't trick people. Stop acting like that is what you're down with when you're really not down with it. Start putting ultimatums instead of making choices. See, 
So you could switch all that around because if you and that person, that opposite person, if they ever at that age that it's time to chill, see from the beginning, before then the fun happened, you should have went in there and started talking to them and say, hey, you know, how long you plan on, you know, being all out here? You know, is it going to be a time do you ever want to settle down? See, because some of them will tell you, nope, uh-uh. And they might not be lying because I've seen some 60-year-olds out there and they ought to be shamed themselves out there. They've been turned up since they was 19 years old. So if they tell you no, go on. But if they actually have some genuine interest in like saying, I really am getting a little tired. I would like to kind of chill. So now they're ready to get into the, the the blend of it where they still want to kind of party, but they don't want they want to tone it down a little bit. See, then you can put an ultimatum on stuff like that. Look, if we get together, this is what's going to happen, A, B, C, and D. And if you don't, E, F, G, and H going to come. You get what I'm saying? You just letting them know. If this ain't if this ain't going to work, I'm not going to try to fix it. I'm gone. It's been fun. Well, see, when you get somebody a choice, like, coming with this weak ass, uh, look, you either going to be all out in the streets or you going to stay home with me and spend time with me. You know what they might say? Mm, fuck you. I'm gonna, you give me a choice. Oh, I'm going to go stay in the street. That's what I choose to do. <laughs> Stop. See, my friend, she gave him an ultimatum. When she stopped, the ultimatum was from the very beginning. She used to say, please stop. You know, she didn't want him beating on her. She got tired of fighting him. She was like, you know, I, I want to settle down. He was ignoring her. Doing what he wanted to do. She got quiet. Then he started saying, oh, I'm going to give her what I want, what she want. I'm a marry her. And she tricked him, though. She said, okay, because that is what she wanted. But it wasn't him. She married the other dude. Mm-hmm. See, things happen for a reason. You know? She wanted him all the way through school. She put up with him. But when she got into that last year of high school, she was started thinking about her future. She's seen for the past couple, about five years before that, this was not going to work. They've been dating since she about junior high school, something like that. You know? Hey, from what I've laid, I ran across her across Facebook, she looked like she was doing well, and I talked to her. She was doing very well. Retired from her job. Her husband retired. They traveled. The other dude, I looked on his Facebook page. He ain't looking too well. He looked old. I mean, he looked like he 80. And I know damn well the man about maybe about 59, 58, 59. He looked 80. I said, damn, she made the best choice. For her. Well, that was my story for the night. 
my rent and my rave. I want y'all to have a good night. Stay safe. Keep your peace. And until next time, I'm out, y'all.